Welcome back. Season two, episode number one, Time Out with Tyshawn Taylor podcast hosted by Rock. I am Rock. He is Tyshawn. What is up, my man? What is this? Season two, he said. Season nice. two. I love it. It's been I a while it. we since back, we've been baby. in the we lab. Back. It has been a we while. we got a new addition to the, the team. Cooking. we got Boy, Jackson, Jackson on the ones and twos, taking care of business behind the scenes, making sure we're looking good, sounding good. Welcome to the team, Jackson. Appreciate all your hard work getting us here. Yeah, I ain't going to hear him. He behind there. He says hi, though. Yeah, he says hi. Got you, Jackson. So what's been going on, Tyshawn? Been a while. You know, man, just um, working, training these kids up, uh, trying to build this tailor-made brand. I'm, I'm, I started uh, not that long ago, uh, training the youth. Um, I got four youth teams right now, so I got a third and fourth grade team, a fifth grade team, fifth and sixth grade team, uh, a just a sixth grade team and an eighth grade team that's uh, pretty competitive, so I'm enjoying doing that. Then I do some individual sessions and things like that. Um, holidays here, so I got a bunch of camps coming up while the kids are out of school. Try to take advantage of those days off, get them something to do while they, um, you know, not in school. Give them a chance to be active. I'm sure the parents enjoy those little camps too. I always get a good turnout for those, so um, want to keep those rolling. Um, other than that, man, just trying to. Um, expand just trying to you know reach as many people as i can in the basketball circuit uh here in kansas while i'm here um i don't know if i'll be here forever but i want to make some kind of impact while i'm here um as i did before you know i'll give you my uh my plug and my endorsement as you know uh charlie and chamberlain both been part of tailor-made hoops since the beginning i think or at least uh, at the early stages so if you're anywhere near the kansas city lawrence topeka area it is well worth the trip down to come see tyshawn uh get the work in my man i know i make fun of him a lot and we joke back and forth but i don't know anybody that has a better basketball iq than my man tyshawn uh, not only does he understand the game, he's played the game at such a high level every step of his career that he can explain it to you. And he's still young enough and athletic enough. He can go out there and show you how to do it I'm and then break it down step ass. by step. Right. I'm and to, hey, he's shown me if he's shown me a few times around the world after after practice. Uh, he's still got that jumper working, too. So uh, it's well worth the time. It's very affordable. Uh, it It's really improved. Chamberlain's confidence uh, in Charlie's game. So they'll be, uh, now that cross country's over, they'll be getting back in there uh, on the weekends to come see you and get back into into basketball mode. So it's definitely worth the trip. So hit them up on Instagram. Uh, you can hit us up at the Timeout Podcast if you need to. Send us a message and we'll get you connected with Tyshawn, get you some individual lessons, or get you part of the Tailor Made Hoops program. For sure. Still accepting applications for that, man. We want this thing to grow. I want to be able to, to um, you know, uh, like I said, just expand, just just reach as many people. Uh, I say people because um, I'm working with kids right now, but I plan on working with some college teams and um, some, you know, some, some female teams and girl teams and things like that. So I plan on expanding as much as I can because I just, like you said, I, I've, been, I've been fortunate enough to 
uh, play the game and learn the game at a very high level from from very high level people. So um, I just just got my passion back for um, you know and I say back. But I've always had passion for basketball, but I got another passion and, and it's just coming out in a different way um, with basketball now. And that's just coaching and, and um, you know, seeing these kids grow. And I've, I've gotten, I mean, you're, you're my friend, so I know you're a little bit biased And um, when you say this, but I've gotten great feedback from not only you, but a lot of parents. And I've gotten kids that, you know, feel more confident after they leave me and being around me and working out with me for a while. So... Um, I know that I'm doing the right thing, and I know that this is um, kind of the next steps for me as I, you know, go through my own transition and 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 not playing anymore because I still have that passion and that itch. Like I, well, where am I just coming from right now? I'm just coming from playing against some 50 year old guys just because Rick I just gotta basketball, play basketball. Baby. I just gotta play basketball. Like I have to play. I have to hoop. So um, I'm still gonna do that. But the passion really comes out just seeing these kids get better. Like I really enjoy that now. Man, I was reading up on some Taylor May hoops, and I read at one tournament you had a coach filling in for you, and by halftime, Taylor May hoops was up like twenty-eight to four, I think, and the other team was just ready to quit. Is that true? I, I wasn't there. I must have not been there if I needed someone to fill in for me. So I don't. I have no clue. I have no recollection recollection of this. If this happened, I never heard of it. Never, never happened in my mind. So I don't know. Let's see maybe. how it is. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll talk to some of the kids and see if they can remember any, uh, anything like this happening. <laughs> so we got Taylor May hoops going on, man. We got a great time of the year. You got the World Series just finishing up. You got some NFL, college football. We got college basketball getting ready to start. We got a lot going on. Uh, we got, what do you think we got, of the Hawks uh, this year? Well, we talking, we, we talking football right now, right? We talking college football right now, right? Well, we talk whatever you want. It's your show, man. Well, the Haw- well the Hawks in general. I know I've I seen something recently about. I think maybe is it volleyball? What's, what what sports happening right now? The volleyball. Volleyball, yeah. Volleyball is like ranked in the country. I think football's ranked, and then we got our boys basketball that's preseason ranked going into the season. So it's like a good time to be a Jayhawk. I mean. Um, it's a lot of like if you're a sports if you're if you're a Jayhawk and you into sports this is a good time right now obviously it's always fun when the football team's winning games I think um, we people love that everybody loves to see everybody loves to see those guys win and play well so I think um, it, it brings it brings so much excitement to um, the university it brings so much excitement to the town and and when 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 they're when they're playing good um, and then obviously. It's always high expectations once November hits or October hits for the basketball team. So um, it's good, man. It's fun. I'm excited to see. I'm excited for the football team to continue playing well. Like them being six and two right now, um, beating Oklahoma the other day. Um, that was crazy. That was wasn't dope. It? I, yeah. I mean, that was dope. That was so fun to watch for the for the for the for the kids, like for the for the students to be able to have those moments and to storm the field and to do that. Like, I think. In my four years, that may have happened one time. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so you you don't. It's not like you get to experience it all the time. Like people that went to Kansas, we don't know how it feels to storm a court. We don't do that because we're so used to winning. But <laughs> right. But for football, but for football, this is a transi- tradition. So even if you won ten or twelve games, it probably would happen over and over. So, um, we want to see that happen more. I, I love I love to see that. I love the energy behind that. I loved how like. 
there was a great game. First of all, it was a great game, and then just seeing, you know, just just the feeling behind it, feeling like, like we're gonna win. Like you going into the football games expecting us to play good and for us to win. So that's exciting. I think that's really dope. And um, again, I'm looking forward to them for them to you know finish out and continue having a good season. And then obviously, um, I'm really looking forward to watching this Jayhawk team, this this basketball team, um, get started. Um, with some of the new faces. Preseason and, number one. Yeah. Were you, any yeah. of the years you there, were you guys ever preseason number come one? Come on, come on now. Come, I'm just Come asking. on. Yeah, I, I actually remember going into my sophomore year and just having a, I, I talk about this team a lot because it's still one of the best teams that <laughs> I feel like I've ever played on. But going into my sophomore season when we got Xavier Henry, he came in as the number one recruit. And then we came back off of just losing in the Sweet 16. But we didn't lose anybody. And then we got him. It was almost like, okay, we got the twins are a year better, Tyshawn's a year better. We still got we still got Cole and Sharon both, you know, years better than what they already were the year before. You keep Brady, you keep Tyrell. Um, the twins get be- like I said, the twins get better. You, you add Thomas, you add Elijah. So it was just like, golly, bro, like this team is like so stacked. It's still it's still unbelievable to me sometimes. Like it's still ridiculous to think about T Rob not being able to play minutes on that team and then a year later or two years later being the best player in the country. And then the same with like Elijah or Travis having a red shirt that year, Mario Little. As much respect as I got for his game, like watching him having to go through that year as a red shirt just because we get a kid who's, you know, number one in the country and we don't lose anybody. And so it was just tougher. It was a tough tough year um but we did go number one pretty much that whole year i don't know i'm not sure we dropped many times we was number one preseason for sure so and let me ask you this as a i know right now if you ask a, a, a player on the team they're going to give you the political corporate answer of oh rankings don't matter this and that but when you're going through it, man as a player do you guys is that stuff you guys talk about a lot or is it really just it doesn't matter you just out um, there playing ball the best you can yeah i think i think i think at that stage, as a basketball player, for me personally, I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, I'm just happy to be here. Being ranked number one, being, like, getting ESPN magazine covers and all of that is cool and it's funny. You're embracing it. But, like, I'm like, damn, I just, I'm in Kansas, right? Like, I'm in, like I'm playing for the University of Kansas basketball right now. So, it was one of the, it's always one of those things. Like, the accolades come with being at the University of Kansas. So, the feeling and the, like, shock factor is that for me. It was for me anyway. Um, we don't talk about being number one and stuff like that. I think that's the pressure that like you sometimes shy away from. Like we, I mean, when you're in Kansas, you expect to be good, but that just adds to it. You know, like it just we already got we already Kansas. Like that's not enough. Like we're gonna put a number right. one on our head too. Like you know, so it just adds pressure. Like you know, guys are like playing not to lose instead of playing to win sometime and um. Yeah, it just it's just tight. It's just a tight, tight feeling to be number one, unless you like you know you earn it in a sense. And I don't know if they actually have because they haven't played together. They're not a, like I mean, this is the first year some of these guys they're number one because they look good on paper, you know. So again, right. if you beat a few teams and you go up the rankings and you get a number one, it feels a little bit different. It doesn't feel as much pressure because it's like whatever. But going into the season and not like. I don't know, that's just different. It's like expectations now. It's not like really like 
again, we didn't really earn it. We didn't do nothing to show people that we number one. We just number one because they think we good. And now we got to, like, prove it, which that's a different – it's just a different type of pressure. Basketball comes with its own, but just a little bit different. So we we embrace it, but it's not like we talk about it or want it or looking for it. It just is what it is. Kansas, you're expecting to be number one anyway. So uh, what's your scouting report for the team this year? Have you been over to practice much? I haven't been over to practice, but I did get the, I did play a little bit this summer with them. Um, some things changed since then, but I did get to play against a few guys this summer. Um, and I did, I mean, I watched this Illinois game that they just lost, so it's not like I mean everybody got a scouting report now, even people that they're gonna play here soon, because they've seen them play now. And as a team, like as an actual team, not just oh they got Hunter, oh we got a Kevin McCullum back, oh. This person is like, no, we've seen these guys together now. And they look good at moments. It was moments that they didn't look great. But I also know that that's going to come. And I, and I also know that um, it was an exhibition game, so I'm not sure what their preparation was. But they're getting ready for the season, so I'm anticipating they went in there to win that game. <laughs> like I'm, in, You know what I'm saying? Like I'm anticipating right. they, they didn't treat it like, okay, win or lose, whatever. Like they went in there to win that game. And because they lost, it show, I mean, it just shows you that being number one um, comes with a different type of pressure. Like, uh, that was a 25, uh, what was Illinois, ranked 25, I think, or something like that, and yeah. they beat us. And so, um, they look, again, like I said, they look good at points, and I, and, I, and I know there's some things they'll clean up. I would love to see KJ start shooting that little pull-up, that little, well, not a pull-up, but like that little 15, 17-footer right at the free throw line because Hunter's going to demand so much, you know, like, body he's gonna demand so many bodies and so much attention in a post when they run that high low that if kj isn't a threat from there they're just gonna back up and it's gonna start becoming like a like a motion almost it's not gonna like you're not gonna have the what you're the looks you're looking for if he's not able to shoot that shot because that's one of the looks and so if he's not shooting it they're taking it away and becoming easier to guard as a team now um so i would love for him to shoot that and i honestly would love to see dewan shoot a little bit more i mean i know he's a pass first point guard and i think if he shoots the ball a little bit more, that'll open up the passes some. Um, and I'm just I'm just really excited to see how Kevin plays because I think we need him to have a Ocha J Will kind of year. Um, and I think he can, but I don't know if he will. I mean that's hard. Like those guys balled out <laughs> like Player of the Years right type of basketball, and that's not easy to do. I know. I felt like I had a great year, and I wasn't even close to being a Player of the Year in the whole country, you know, so, um, and that's what both of those guys played like. And so, um, I'm excited to see what he, what he does. Uh, I'm also really excited to see Emilio Jackson play. I think he's going to be really, really good. And I think with some of the changes that's happened so far, I think he'll have a lot more opportunity to show that. Not that he wouldn't have had before, but I just think, um, you know, just you know, more more good players, less minutes type of thing. And now you're missing a couple of guys. A couple of guys transfer or have to leave, and things, you know, kind of transpire and change up. And so now there's more minutes out there for him. And um, I'm excited for him because I think he's a young kid who is very very talented. Um, and uh, just yeah, just look forward to see how he actually you know performs. Yeah, I think they need some. Uh going to need some outside shooting so hopefully Timberlake can provide yep. that for him because I think you're right yep. I think Hunter's going to 
demand him and KJ are going to demand a lot down low. So I think there are going to be some open looks. And so far it looks like Kevin McClure, his, uh, his three point jumper is starting to look good. Apparently he spent a lot of time in the gym working on it. Yeah. And I think it's paying yeah. Off. And I like, and I like for him to shoot it a lot. I like for him to shoot it a lot because if he starts to make it, it's going to open up the game even more. And, and I think that, I think that, it's almost like a cycle when you're when you become a player like Candace. You just start to be you work for one, you're working on your game every day. And then when when years start to go from year to year to year and you start to lose the guy who Ochai was the guy last year, Jay Will last year, it's almost like your turn. And I went through that, right? Like I went through, okay, Sharon's here two years, and the twins playing really good, and then it's now, okay, it's just me and T Rob now. And Coself is like, Well, he didn't really say this, but I kinda knew it. It was almost like, well, I can't take you out, so just go like just go play. Like there's nothing to think about. You don't really have to hesitate or second guess yourself, like you might have done, you know, other years. Because I mean, you gonna play. You like the, you know what I mean. You one of the older guys. It's not like we got a deep deep bench. Um, so you're gonna play. And I shot four or five threes my senior year, and I shot it really well until the tournament. But I shot the ball really well all year. Um, shooting about four or five threes. And if you look up freshman, sophomore, junior year, I don't know. I definitely didn't shoot two a game. Definitely didn't. If I made one, I might have shot another one. But I wasn't like, I wasn't even looking for it. I might have got five shots in a game. Think I'm a, I'm, I wasn't shooting two threes if I, if I know I'm going to get maybe five shots, you know. So, and the game was just a little bit different at that time. It wasn't even like that was a good shot for a lot of people. Like, you had to be a shooter to be shooting threes. Like, now... Right. We just need to. Sh- we just need you to shoot them for spacing. We just need you to shoot them just for this or that, or just because analytics. And so, I mean, it was a different game too ten years ago. But um, I, again, I shot the ball really well, and I think that's part of the reason why I was able to get drafted. Because going into that process, it was like, well, we know you can do this, we know you can do that, but can you shoot the ball? You're going to be able to make the, uh, this this deep three point, um, this deep NBA three pointer, um, and I mean. I went into my senior season like I'm shooting this shit, <laughs> and I shot it, and I ended up shooting it really well. A lot of it, a lot of it had to do with confidence, but a lot of it also had to do with just um, the work I put in. I put in a lot of work. I worked on my game. I believed in it. I never felt like I was a bad shooter. I just also understood my positions and what where I played on my team, and it was like, okay, you're not the guy gonna get 12 or 13 shots a game. You're gonna get five or six of them in. It's not going to be from somebody calling a play for you. It's going to be off of a broken play, off of a pick and roll, off of getting a steal. I ain't shooting no threes. When am I even got time for this? <laughs> when during the game do I even got time to just line up a three? <laughs> Never. I want to circle back uh, earlier when you were talking about your team uh, being one of the best teams at the University of Kansas. What year, what year are you referring to? You just love me talking about this because you want to stir. You want to stir the pot, and I'm okay with stirring well, the pot. I'm a what? pot stirrer. Hey, I'm a pot stirrer. I'll be with. Hold on. Now, are you right now in a Twitter beef with D Block Darnell Jackson? Yes or no? It's not right this moment, but we have had a recent Twitter back and forth about. Did um, I have anything we, to do with that? You did not, but. I okay. told you that in confidence, and you bringing it up on the podcast. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to air D block out in on, on, in front of everybody, but it's all good. And I'm I'm probably not. 
I'm probably not going to win this battle. And a lot of it was me being arrogant and just kind of stirring the pot because I'm a pastor. We talked about this. So I almost knew <laughs> that I wasn't going to win this battle from the masses, right? Like the masses ain't going to get it. But if you in the, if you in the trenches with somebody and you playing basketball with them, you're going to believe in them. And I just believe that my big men are better than the big men that won a championship in 08. And I'm not going to take that back. I don't care if the fans believe that D-Block is better than T-Rob. I think T-Rob is the best big man that ever played at Kansas other than Danny and Will. My opinion, I've seen other flashes of him that maybe you guys didn't get to see. Right? So that's just opinion. That's my opinion. Now... The conversation, some somebody posted a picture of, of our think of our 2012 team and or maybe it was the 2018. It was one of those teams who got posted. And there was a something that and it probably was it probably was my 2012 team, and that's why I, I was even in it. But that got posted and I don't know. I, I I said something about like that being the best team, or no no team would be there, or something like that. And then I think D Block like chimed in, like I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, we would have beat y'all, like like it was something like that. Like I remember him saying something, and then I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like we would have beat y'all too. Like we'd beat y'all. And then he started going back and forth about like, yeah, right, bro. Like you crazy. Like that would never happened. We would have did this to y'all. We did this. Nobody scored over this amount of points over us. And, and then you got the fans chiming in. Like, Tyshawn, that 2012 team without you and T-Rod wasn't shit. <laughs> like, y'all would have lost to the 018 by 20. And I'm just like, y'all crazy. Jeff Whitty was not letting that happen. T-Rod wasn't letting that happen. I wasn't letting that happen. See, I we thought you were the... talking about, like, your 10 or 11 team. Where you, wasn't it? Nah, it was the 2012 you, the team. The Twins. But... It was a 2012 team that me and D Block was going back and forth about, but okay. in my if we if we just talking if we just talking what I believe at in my heart, <laughs> that 2010 team was the best basketball team I ever been a part of, and that's just what I've been been a part. Of. I I wasn't on that 08 team, the 2002 team or 2022 team that just won it and swept the conference champion and won the national champion and all of that. A lot of people say that because of those reasons right there. But I'm talking about roster, player personnel. I ain't talking about what they did at Kansas because that's soft, my sophomore year, we, we lost in the first round. But the team, just the team, Thomas Robinson was a lottery pick. Jeff Withy, right out of the lottery. Cole Aldridge, lottery pick. Both twins, lottery picks. Xavier Henry, lottery pick. Tyshawn Taylor, second-round draft pick. Uh... Who else was on that team? Who am I missing? A lot. We got a lot. Who am I missing? Mario, Travis, Elijah. Was Sharon still there? Or he already left. Sharon. Sharon, second round draft pick. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, did you hear what I just said? There was seven. There was seven lottery picks on that team. You five lottery picks, six or seven lottery picks on that team. And three or four other guys that played in the league on that team. And then the very next year, we got Josh Selby. We lost. We lose Sharon. We lose Cole. We get Josh Selby. He's a, he ends up being a second-round draft pick. And, again, so, like, that that team, that team also went 33-3. and And we beat ourselves in the last game because we were, like, argue, arguing amongst each other. And me and Sharon talked about this before. 
I never got a chance to talk to Xavier about it. I would love to get Coach Dooley on here. I know he said, but I remember that game like it was uh, that, that Northern Iowa game. It's touchy Philly, but I remember it vividly because it was, <sighs> never mind. No, man, we walked down the road. You can't stop now. It just was a terrible. Like, it just was terrible, bro. Like we just were not in sync at all, and it really was fool's goal all year. We really weren't in sync at all all year. We just were so talented that it was it was able to, it was easy to hide. It was easy to it was just very easy to hide because we were so good. Cole was so good. Sharon was so good. Xavier was so good when he played when he wanted to be. Marcus started to come into his own. Keith was good. Then we had T Rob there to back us up. We had seven eight minutes a game. Just running. Imagine, imagine, T. Rob as a freshman is literally like a caged up lion, and then you let him out for four or five minutes, <laughs> and he understands. And after a while, he starts to understand. Okay, I get four or five minutes, and I'm going back into inside. He start right. wilding like he start getting like seven points, five rebounds, <laughs> in like Three five pounds. minutes. And we was like, what the hell, like. He started wilding, and it was just like that's that's the and then you got Marquis, you got it was crazy. Like the practices was even crazier because Travis and Mario redshirted that year, so they were part of practices, and we had to play against these guys every day. We had to play against Elijah and T. Rob and Mario and, and Travis and Connor every day. It was a national championship team that I said we were practicing against. A team. This is a national championship team, starting five, that we were practicing against every day. <laughs> So I believe we've reached out to D-Block, and he has agreed to come on. We just got to set up a date and a time that we can get everybody together. We can chat, and I'll say this, and I'll say this. I love that 018. I watched that team very closely when I was in college because that's when I started to get recruited. Sharon was one of my favorite players. I used to argue about him and Ty, Ty Lawson, comparing them all the time. Sharon was my favorite guy even before I knew him. Mario, like I really, really wanted to play with him, and I thought that if I came to Kansas, I would. Um, but he was a guy that I watched in the McDonald's All-American game. I was very familiar with him. Um, Friend of the and, show, Mario Chalmers. Right, and I just loved watching that team, the team, the way they play. I, I always was a North Carolina fan growing up, the way they bullied them. Obviously, loved D-Rose's story and the way they did them. Um, I was a huge fan. I actually got my recruiting, like, about the ball started to roll a little bit after they won because all of those guys started to declare the draft and knew they were leaving, and so that's when – my Kansas recruiting picked up. So honestly, without them winning and leaving, I probably don't even end up at Kansas. So I really got a special love for those guys. Russell Robinson, of course, we got to talk about Russell. We got to try to get Russell on here too. Russell's one of my favorite people hosting me on my visit. He wasn't even going to be here that next year, yet was on campus hosting me on my visit because I was a New Jersey East Coast guy and at Coast Self asked him and he did that for me. So really part of the reason why I stayed and he wasn't even here to like, you know, hang out with me. So um, I really love those guys. They would come back. Um, when we were in school and like play pickup with us and kick it with us and watch our games, so those guys are like big brothers and, and so to so to speak. I, even though I didn't really get to play with them or spend a lot of time with them, because they would come back and because I kind of came into their shadow, we got all of this love coming on campus because they won a championship. Yet I didn't win shit. <laughs> I didn't win anything. I didn't <laughs> play the basketball game yet. Everybody loved me at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the Twins could probably uh, attest to this. Travis, um, me, Travis, the Twins, and it was a couple other recruits that came. Mario, it was a couple of us that came in that year after they won, and we were just like, 
the guys yet. We hadn't played a game yet. And so, um, yeah, we owe a lot to them. We don't even owe a lot to them. We got new locker rooms that year. A whole bunch of shit happened, and they didn't even get to reap the benefits of it, and we did. So because of that national championship. And so, yeah, we I, I got nothing but respect for those guys. But in competitive nature, I love my – I love that team. I love, my, I love the team that sophomore year, just talent-wise. But my senior year, just the way we figured everything out, I don't think it was a lot of teams that would have beat us just because I knew we would – somehow be able to figure it out. But we'll get D-Block on here to talk about it and anybody else who want to talk about it. Definitely. Definitely be a good conversation. So for future guests, I think we got, what, D-Block, your boy Elijah. Elijah, Travis for sure. Elijah for sure, Travis for sure. I was with KY today. We could definitely get KY on there. KY got a pretty unique story too just because um, – do we have KY already? We did not. Not yet. No, we did not have KY. Yeah, KY got a pretty unique story just because how he ended up at Kansas. He never was supposed to be here. Uh, I don't even know. If Coach I don't I've think anybody we talked to was supposed to be here at Kansas, even you. No, like, yeah, no, I saw him somewhere else. But no, Kevin was like literally at a different college. And I don't think Coach Self ever had seen him play, but Coach T may have. I'll let him tell his own story, but it's something like Coach Self never seen him play. But Coach T was like, we got to have this kid. He's like an energizer bunny. Like, he'll help us a lot especially if all of these guys leave, the twins leave and stuff. And so pretty sure KY got recruited and came to Kansas like and Coach Self didn't even know who he, like, <laughs> who he was. <laughs> and uh, being a huge part of that team. So, yeah, uh, we can get some, it's everybody. I mean, the stories are endless, man. The stories are freaking endless. But um, would love to try Just to for the background for our listeners – you just came straight from a rec league pickup game. You and Kevin Young playing. I mean, I took Is a shower right? and stuff, but yeah, that's where I'm coming from. Before I came to the spot, I just I don't think you realize or understand because you've been you're so good at basketball. But if I'm an older dude and I am, and I'm walking into my rec league game, and I look up and I see you and KY strapping them up, getting ready to play me, I'm pulling the hamstring and sitting on the bench or going home. But I ain't going to let you dudes run. Well, that just, man, how many points you about, that just shows a lot about you, man. That says a lot about you and your competitive nature. Some other guys are going to lace them up and want to get at me. And that's what happened tonight. And, and how many did honest, you score tonight? I ain't going to lie, bro. We split. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Um, but it wasn't just older guys. Like, it's it's a, it's a men's league. But it's it was, it was, I mean, I'm 33 now. So it's kids. It was guys in there younger than me for sure. But there was some. It was like one or two guys older than me. But the oldest motherfucker in there was on my team, so I'm not trying to hear none of that old stuff. Like I had the old guy, and and, and I'm an old guy. Kevin's older than me, and I think we had one. Did kid you put anybody on the po- Did you put anybody on a poster? No, I did try to throw. A, I did try to throw a lob to Kevin though. <laughs> I did try to throw a lob. It was a terrible lob because I was like, he was like running, and I was like, does he want me to throw this? <laughs> and then he like pointed up, and I threw it, but it was like it was very bad. My timing was off. My timing is very much off. I'm not in great shape, and that's really why I did it. I got to get some cardio in. I've been working out and trying to lift, and I've been gaining weight a little bit just because I'm a dad, and I'm sitting around, and I'm not doing shit. So I'm gaining a little bit of weight, um, and I've been working out like in the weight room, but I haven't been doing a bunch of cardio. So that was the main reason. And these guys, <laughs> they asked me to play. I didn't ask them to play. I didn't just join a men's league to be beating up on people. They was renting out the gym that I work out of, and one of the guys was like, uh, 
Hey, you should tell him to put you on the list. You know, he he sends out a text and he gets guys into um shout out Curtis J uh Curtis J Phillips basketball. If you guys watch this, I'll send a link to some of the guys and hopefully they watch this. But um uh yeah, they were renting out the gym and one of the guys asked me, he was like, Yo, just tell him to put your name on the list, man. If you want to play, man, we we're not doing that. I'm like, Yeah, I would love to get up and down. I don't really do shit. Like, I mean, I looked at who was there and I was like, Yeah, I could I can make something out of I can make something out of this. <laughs> And uh, so I, I I joined and I went up there today, but I I mean I couldn't even play as good as I wanted to because for one the court was really slippery. Two, I didn't have my shoes. I left my shoes at the gym. I thought they was in my um my car, but they was in the in the gym. So I ended up having to borrow somebody's shoes, and that went well for about a game and a half. And then my shit started doing this. Getting, Oh, I was like, ouch. But I had, I had one game where I probably scored about 17 of the 21, though. All threes. I missed like four in a row, Pass and then the I ball, hit dude. like six. <laughs> the old guy on my team was shooting all the shots, bro. I was like, Kevin, why you keep passing to him? He made like three or four of them, though. <laughs> so I ain't even mad. And he got a block one time that we needed when it's a game. It was good competitive basketball, man. man. Rock, you'd get your ass busted if you came out there. I seen you play. So man, I'd spot up in the corner and knock down some threes. See, I don't even know how to segue out of that now. Man, I had a new hey. we got a new segment for season two. We're all excited about it, and now I don't even know how to segue to it after listening to you talk about your Go get some old man rec league basketball. Segue like that. Taylor made merch is available. On what's my website? Taylor May Hoops. should know that. TaylorMayHoops.org. Go sign your kids up for training. Individuals, small groups. They want to play some team basketball. We got that too. Uh, we try to keep it as competitive as possible, but we also don't turn anybody down. Anybody that wants to get better, we find a place for them. Um, we make them feel confident, and um, I'm happy about it. And I, I'm excited that it's going to keep growing, and I hope that it does. Uh, so, yeah. That's a good segue. Jump. All right. That's a segue to our new segment for season two. The timeout take the picks to the bank plays of the week. So as you might know, I like to uh, get down a little bit on football and basketball games. So does Tyshawn. So we're going to give you our picks of the week. We're going to keep a running total for the year and see who's better, which we all know is going to be me. I've seen some of Ty- Tyshawn's picks and parlays, and so I just want to give the service announcement now. I ain't going to lock Don't trust his picks. Right don't trust his picks. It, it's looking real and don't great. bet more it's than you can lose. We gr- we, yeah, definitely. Uh, gamble responsibly, people. Gamble responsibly. Please. So before I give you my picks, I want to I want to share something with you, Tyshawn. So the Raiders have fired their GM their head coach, their offensive coordinator, right? They're all gone. They mm-hmm. benched Garoppolo, and now they're going to start a rookie mm-hmm. quarterback. And they're still favored this week. You know who they're who playing? Are they playing the Giants? The New York football they playing Giants. They're playing crazy. your Giants, man. And guess what? And guess what? Putting a house on the Giants. <laughs> How are your boys going to be? Taylor back? Does it matter? Is Todd Taylor back? I mean, how are they going to be playing the team with no coach, no GM, no quarterback? 
and they still going to be an underdog. That's tough to do, man. All right, so for my picks of the week, I got two college plays for you and one NFL play. So I'm going Notre Dame minus three points at Clemson. Clemson's struggling a little bit, four and four. Then I have Washington University at USC. Washington is minus three. Saturday games. Yeah, we can do Saturday games. Jackson on the ones and twos is going to have this thing ready to go and out Friday night or Saturday morning. So you still have time right, so to get back, your coffee. One more time. I'm going Notre Dame minus three at Clemson. Washington University minus three at USC. And then for my NFL play, I'm going Cincinnati Bengals minus two. Sunday night football against the Buffalo Bills. You like Joe Burrow this week? Man, I seen a stat after in Buffalo. Week six. That's at Buffalo. Uh, I think it's at home. But I seen a stat after That's week different. six. Burrow's like a seventy-five percent winning percentage. So it's like he figures after it what? out the first five weeks after week six. Hmm. Interesting stat. Interesting so like point that you figured out. Let's hear um, it. I'm going Alabama minus three. Um, Roll I'm not a big football college football guy, but I do know that Alabama lost to LSU last year. Pretty sure um, at LSU. And now they're in, where's that, Tuscaloosa? They're they in Tuscaloosa this time around. They're in Tuscaloosa this time around in Alabama. I mean, it's always, they're always a pretty good team. Um, always has a strong offense. Always have a pretty good defense. Well, really good defense. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's the same thing this year. I haven't watched them but a couple of times. But, um, yeah, I'm expecting them to come out and, and, and win. I'll be, I wouldn't be surprised if they win by more than three. But I'll take the minus three with Alabama. Uh, I'm going with the Giants. As you spoke about prior to us getting on this segment, um, Las Vegas don't got anybody. Devontae Adams don't even want to be there. He hate he hate that place. He gonna drop all the balls on Sunday, and we gonna win. We should have won the other week. We should have won. Realize. Oh my god, we should have. We should be like we should be like four and four right now instead of two and six. We should be like four and four. Honestly, we should have won. Beat the Jets the other day. We should have won. It's like two, three more games that we should have probably won. But um, I, I believe we we'll, realize I believe we'll the Raiders have two. fired their GM, their head coach, their offensive coordinator. They've benched their starting quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, and starting a rookie quarterback. And they're still favored against the New York Giants. Can All that means is some money game. Being a Giants fan? Yeah, they want me to win some money. That's embarrassing. Vegas wants me to win money. So they set it up. Minus two for me. Good. Minus Underdog. Two. We right. love it. We love to pay out. We love to pay out. And... There was one more. Oh, I like Miami over the Chiefs in Germany. Nine o'clock in the, the morning, Dolphins. get up early, watch it. Oh yeah, what did I say? I said Miami, right? Yeah, the Dolphins. Yeah, in Miami. Germany. Yeah, I like Miami over yeah. the Chiefs at just like nine o'clock in the morning, Central Time. Get up and watch some good football early in the morning, Sunday like Christmas. Get up early. In Jackson has sent me his play. He wants in on this. 
So his play oh. of the week is going to be the Colts minus two and a half at the Panthers with the quote, Panthers have the Super Bowl hangover. They won their only game they're going to win all year, and now they're going to be hungover, <laughs> and they're going to get beat by the Colts. Book it. Take it to the bank. So we'll see how we turn out. And again, gamble responsibly. Don't gamble more than you can afford to lose because Tyshawn's probably going to go 0-3. Gamble responsibly so. is the most important thing. Don't be like this guy. No, I'm just playing. That's all I got today. Tyshawn, what you want to end the show with today? Um, I don't I know. I think I want to no just... No prep from Tyshawn. Yeah, no, I... Uh, I think we should, I think I'm going to, um, you know, and it just, again, always being appreciative of you um, for, for pulling me out of the, you know, from up under the, you know, woodworks and bringing me out in the light and letting me talk and tell my story and, and get my thing off. And um, I appreciate that. Jackson, thank you for helping us out and um, coming around, um, jumping off of season two. Um, and, you know, this thing's going to go smooth. Um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about some of the guests. Um, again, I always got a lot of shit to talk, so um, we'll get a lot of that. And, yeah, man, I'm just, uh, again, I'm excited about what's to come for myself personally as far as just my basketball stuff and my training. Um, happy about the holidays coming up. I'll get, I'll get to see um, my family who I haven't seen in a while. So um, all good things ahead. And um, yeah. What's your favorite Thanksgiving uh, dish? We'll end it with that. Mac and cheese. Got to be the Mac. The baked Mac, but you got to make it right, though. You don't make it right, you're going to mess up the whole freaking Thanksgiving. I got to go I gotta go to the East Coast for that. I got to go to see my aunt for that. I got to go. I got to go see DT for secret, that. Secret family recipe that she Yeah, does. I got to go see DT for that. I don't, know if, I, I don't know if I can get that over here in Kansas. I got to go. I got to go out. I got to go out East for that. All right, man. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Catch us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Time out with Tyshawn Taylor Podcast. That's a wrap.